1: Welcome to the Bloodsport Semi-Final. This is your host, Ken, and we have some fierce competitors. They've been breaking boards, getting ready for this uh, contest in the Australia-New Zealand Sector 1 Championship. So, let's introduce our competitors. First up, we have Natalie Anderson. You recently heard her, uh, her victorious bout. Uh, welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
1: Of course. And if you could just remind people about you a little bit. And your fighting style, Uh, perhaps.
2: Okay, so my fighting style is um, very subtle, flying under the radar, take out a win if I'm lucky. (laughs) And to remind about me, I live on the central coast, a lovely beach area of Australia, and I have two teenage girls and I managed to get them off to school in time to sit here and do this at eight o'clock in the morning. So I am winning already today.
1: Well, welcome back to the show, and thank you for making time. Uh, joining us as her competitor, uh, returning Mara Legends, uh, she's known for coming from behind with the piano wire with a grin on her face, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, I've spent all morning headbutting um, bricks to prepare for this session, so <laughs> my last few brain cells are struggling a little bit, but um, <laughs> I'm a lawyer from Sydney, and as you added me on the last episode, I also... Do a bit of quizzing on the chase on TV, but don't let that fool you. I'm not that good, so (laughs) we'll see.
1: All right, well, as it was in the uh, previous game, this will also be a streak game to remind you of how these rules work. Uh, Our competitors will be getting cumulative points based on how many correct questions they can answer in a row, so they get one. Uh, point for question one, two for two, three for three. If they miss one, the streak begins again. Uh, Are you guys ready?
2: Sure. Ready.
1: And uh, before we begin really quick, I just want to remind everybody that uh, these questions are brought to you by uh, Ryan Myers. Couldn't be here today, still on concussion protocol from the chair that he took the other day, Uh, but we wish him well and hope he gets better soon. So without further ado, question one. It just makes sense that which song off her album, Lover, has been Taylor Swift's most streamed song on Spotify during the last two months.
0: Locked in. Oh, this
2: So as I mentioned, two teenage girls, Taylor Swift playing constantly in our house, way too much money spent on Taylor Swift tickets for next year. Um, uh, so the only thing that's coming up for me is that She's been dating Maddie Healy from the 1975, and he is, I believe, a London boy. So I am going to go with London boy.
1: Okay, London boy. Mara, what do you have?
2: I was going to go with Cruel Summer, but I'm not sure if that's Lover.
1: And the correct answer is Cruel Summer. So good start for Mara.
2: Okay, my teenage girls are going to disown
0: me now. Although it's, time, eldest... it's time to disown them. They've let you down. You know?
2: <laughs> well, my <laughs> eldest will be very happy that I got a Maddie Healy plug-in because she is obsessed with both of them. So, so I will get points from her for that, even if I don't get points from Bloodsport.
1: <laughs> so Mara scores the first blow, but let's uh, go into question two and see what happens. Well, tweezers is the general term for any thumb-driven pinching tool what name is more officially given to them in medical and scientific contexts, usually bent at the end, too?
2: Okay,
0: I'll look in with a uh, guess.
1: Okay. Mara?
0: I feel like it's just going to, I can just imagine a um, hospital room show where they're like, I need the, mm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> spondonicles or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's not going to come to me. I'll just say spondonicles.
1: <laughs> hey natalie
2: uh i went with forceps
1: and forceps is the correct answer well done oh. so you're tied up and the streak is broken for mara that's some good counter <laughs> all right going on to question three which gerund is pretty much only ever heard in two contexts in an arcade and in reference to don quixote
0: I would love to know what a gerund is. <laughs> I'm glad you said that.
2: I wasn't going to out myself with not knowing that in case you did know.
0: <laughs> oh, actually, no, I, I know it locked in. I do uh, remember French.
2: <laughs> yeah, my French is really rusty, i.e. never. Um, okay, let me see if I can think of something. You know when you, you just get one idea in your head and your brain just cannot shift off it and go on to anything else? And at the moment, what I've got is a picture of Donald Duck riding a donkey in what I think was <laughs> like a send-up of Don Quixote. I'm
1: nice. <laughs> pretty Quixote. sure none of
2: that is going to be right. Um, yeah, no, I can't think of anything. I'll go with donkey.
1: Okay.
0: I, th- I think Geron. this is why I said French, is because you remember the words. So I think it's words which end in ing. So I think tilting.
1: And the answer for this one is indeed tilting.
0: Ah, yeah. oh, nicely done. Oh. <laughs>
1: All right, moving on to question four. Which outdated name for Kaliningrad in Prussia is perhaps most closely tied to a graph theory problem posed by Swiss mathematician Leonard Euler?
0: I'll lock in just to move it along. (laughs)
1: Okay, and Hadley, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I'm calling back to my... Four unit maths days in high school about 30 years ago. Good
0: for you. <laughs> and, four units. Whoa. You <laughs> got, got, got the brag in.
2: I <laughs> got the brag in to show to, that to American friends. That's the, um,
0: that's the highest level of maths you can do in Australian high schools. So,
2: yeah. So I got the brag in to show I do know something about maths. Not this. I do not know this. Um, oh, I don't think this is even going to make sense, but I'm going to go with Cartesia. Yeah, I have
0: no idea either. I said Ketteringberg.
1: And the answer for this one is Konigsberg. Of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I knew it. No, I'm
1: just kidding. Of course not. Uh, And uh, the next question. Who is the author of A Court of Thorns and Roses, an epic fairy love saga that was one of the first novels and series to get popular on BookTok, which I hear Jeff is a (laughs) fan of?
0: Um, I'll look in.
2: Okay, yeah, I don't know this one, so I won't go Lucky Johnson, that's boring. I'll go with a Lucky King, that's my maiden name, so I'll give my family a shout-out.
1: Okay, Lucky King. Mara, what are you thinking?
0: I think there's one someone who writes Heaps of Fantasy, and I think I'm going to say their name wrong or do the wrong name. It's like has like a double A in the middle.
1: Well, you're very, very close, Mara. Unfortunately, can't give you points on that, but it is Sarah J. Maas. Oh, excruciating. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But after 5 questions, it looks like you're still in the lead with uh, 2 points. Natalie has 1 point, and it is a fierce competition still. So, we're going to move on to question 6. With 840 known languages and counting, which country is a linguist's dream? Tok Pisin, an English-based creole, is the country's most widely spoken language.
0: Locked in.
2: I was afraid that you were going to lock in very quickly on this one, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had a little idea until I saw that that was the most widely spoken. I was like, okay, throw out my original idea; it's definitely not right. Um, Eight hundred and forty. I should throw out a guess just to keep it interesting. I'm going to go with the Philippines.
1: Okay, Philippines from Natalie, Mara.
0: Is um, it Papua New Guinea?
1: It is Papua New Guinea. So another point for Mara. Moving right along to question seven. What three-word phrase is used in the title of a 1985 screwball comedy as a personal ad phrase directed at a character played by Madonna? I can lock this one in. Natalie is in. (laughs) Mara, not so confident, perhaps.
0: No. (laughs) Um Oh, actually, it's making me think of the um. It might probably bother me when it comes. Oh, like looking for or like searching for something. Oh, I'll get. It. I'm sure I'll get it wrong. Um, mm, I would say looking for Arizona. It's not right. <laughs>
1: and Natalie.
2: I believe it might be desperately seeking Susan.
0: Yeah, there
1: you go. Yeah, Mara was uh, was onto something there. Uh, oh. Her 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 assassination senses were tingling, but uh, it is desperately seeking Susan, and Natalie gets points on that one.
2: It Pays to be a little bit older for that question <laughs> than I believe Mara might be.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm actually 65. I just saw, you know got some really good work. A lot on. of moisturizer.
1: A lot yeah. of good creams. <laughs> Uh, All right. Question eight. We were lied to by C.S. Lewis because Turkish delight is pretty nasty. The gelatinous dessert is primarily and most commonly flavored with what liquid that does not occur naturally?
0: Locked in. It's actually delicious, by the way.
1: These are the opinions of our our host, Ryan Myers.
2: (laughs) It's a common um, treat in our house. The only the main flavor that we have is rose flavored, but that rose would be natural. Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna pass this one.
1: Okay, I was Laura. gonna say,
0: ro- I was gonna say rose water, so. uh, rose yeah. water,
1: um, yeah, oh, rose is gonna... water is correct.
0: Oh, no, <laughs> I was like, oh no, is she gonna get there?
1: <laughs> Judges.
2: ah. Oh. There you go. See, you. should always
1: throw in a guess. All right. No streaks uh, going on yet in this game, but a fair amount of points as we move into question nine. What name is shared by a cultivar of potato that's deep purple when sliced opened and a breed of cat with short, dense hair that may have originated from the port town of Arkhangelsk?
2: Locked in. I am going to... Oh, gosh! I've got two things floating around. One is Manx, but I really wouldn't like to eat something called a Manx, so I'm <laughs> gonna throw that one out. And then I've got a Rex, there's a Devon Rex cat, but that sounds way too English for that port town. There's I'm sure there's another something Rex cat, which is what I'm wanting to put out there. Um, but it's not it's not coming. So I'm just going to go with Devon Rex.
1: Okay. Natalie is in. Mara, what do you think?
0: Um, The only purple potato I know is taro. So that's what I went for, taro.
1: Okay. No points on this one and no streak uh, in this game at all. Uh, But the answer is Russian blue.
0: Oh, Um, cool. I opened two Russian blue cats. (laughs) 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 That's very upsetting. Manx would have been disgusting, though. You were right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And the final question in this bout, uh, which has been hotly contested. People who are only familiar with the Adams family from the films were a bit disgruntled when which man was cast to play Gomez in the Netflix series Wednesday. This actor's appearance is much closer to Charles Adams' long-running comic strip than Raul Julia's demon performance in the film.
0: i just lock in. <laughs> it along.
1: Okay, Mara is in after a little bit of thought. Natalie, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I've got no idea. I, I haven't watched the series, but Hank Azaria popped to mind, so I'll throw Hank Azaria out there.
0: Um, I can't remember his name. I'm just going to say Carlos Pena or something, but I remember the episode of Community where, like, the backstory is that he went to Greendale Community College and they had a statue of him <laughs> on the campus, and it made me laugh for 10 minutes, so I'm sorry for that delay. <laughs>
1: So your official answer is?
0: I'll like, say, oh, I said Carlos Peña, but I don't think that's his name.
1: Okay, well, you're—I think you were thinking of the right uh, person. Uh, yeah. This is uh, Luis Guzman.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but he's in the community. Episode. It's so funny. <laughs>
1: All right, the bout has ended, and unfortunately, uh, Natalie, a gut punch has caused some internal bleeding, and you are TKO'd uh, with two points. Mara, you are the victor with four points today. Congratulations. You're going to be moving on. Thanks. Uh, Natalie, unfortunately, you sustained that injury and have to leave us now. But uh, please give us your departing words.
2: No, that is all good. And I'll, I'll go now and face the wrath of the teenagers when I tell them about not only the Taylor Swift question, but also the, the Russian Blue question, where our very own cats did not get represented on this, on, in my answers today. So, Mara, well done. Good luck. Thanks. Well done for you. Cheering, too. I'll be cheering you on from the sidelines.
0: Oh, see, oh, see.
1: <laughs> and Mara will be seeing you soon on another episode uh, of uh, Blood Sport. Uh, but for she- now. That will be uh, the end of today's show. Yay! Before we go, as usual, we'd like to thank Airwave Media, our network. Uh, They can be found at airwavemedia.com, of course. And they have other podcasts such as All Creatures, History of Egypt, and Sleep Tight Stories. Sounds good. On that note, I'd like to thank our guests today. Thank Ryan for these great questions. And my co-hosts, I am Ken, and that was Triviality Bloodsport.